Hey, welcome to a Zion People podcast. I am Keelan, an intern at Zion Church, and this is our latest message. The team here hope the message challenges you, inspires you, but most of all, builds your faith. Enjoy the message. So the reason I've got this is I can go off on tangents, and I thought I'd better not go off on a tangent because there's lots of women to get through today. Um, so, well, I'm hoping so, because there was a few of us there. Um, so we've been asked to share um, our highlights or what we were grateful for for the weekend that we were away. I have lots and lots. <laughs> so I've just picked a few. Um, but I actually wanted to start, and I'm pleased I went first, because I really want to thank the four women um, who stepped up and who organised. Um, because, to be honest, I don't think the weekend would have been happening. Um, and I know lots of women that attended needed it. And so for the four women that came together and organised it, I wanted to thank them. I wanted to thank them because they were so detailed in what they did for us. They made us feel super special. Um, They were so welcoming and validating, and they created a relaxed um, environment. Um, And so with that, I wanted to add that um, they really were the hands and feet of God that weekend. Because the hands and feet of God is we, we, we demonstrate his love. And I would say those four women demonstrated God's love to us. So thank you. Um, so there are so many takeouts. Um, but to name some, um, one of mine was spending time with a group of women who really love God. It really came through to me um, that they really strive to know him. Um, and they place him in the heart of their lives. Um, We all have journeys and we all have histories and childhoods and baggage and all sorts of things that can bring us down. But the women that I was with really reminded me that God is at the the, the core of us and the strength of us. So I took took that away as well. Um, The other thing was that, um, this is my God title, but it was um, a reminder that you don't need lights, camera and action for God to be present. Um, The anointing of the Holy Spirit just descended upon that small group of women, and for me, I really felt that. Um, And it was a really good reminder. It doesn't matter how many people are sitting in a pew, how many people are together, if it's hardly anyone. um, If those people are focused and really got God really at their their forefront, um, he comes and he's there. I mean, he's there all the time, but you just felt it. Um, And so it was a really powerful moment um, to experience. Then joy. Um, So sometimes um, joy can get really lost. um, And um, yeah, you can feel really lost. You've lost your joy. And it's something that is a gift from God. And for me, that weekend, everyone talked about it being the focus. Um, And people often relate me as being quite happy and laughy and stuff like that. But in all honesty, it's been very dry in my joy. Um, for the last couple of years. Um, And the laughter and the tears that were shared with the women there um, was just so refreshing and so healing. So that was something for me as well. I'm doing well not to cry. Okay, so. (laughs) Um, And then the thing is that I'm so grateful for um, more than one person asking me and encouraging me to go. Um, It was women in the group and also my husband, actually, um, encouraging me to go because, to be honest, I was slightly reluctant, um, and it was a bit of a hard nut to crack to actually go. Um, But God knows me, and he knows me very well, and he knew I needed to be away with this particular group of people. 
Um, and so these ragging ladies. So it just reminded me that even in our own spiritual pain and dryness, God has, um, has a body of Christ in this instance, the, the ladies of Christ, um, to walk alongside you. Um, and it just reminded me to be encouraged that we are a family in Christ. I, I brought um, a piece of paper up so I don't forget names. Because um, I, along with Laura, just really, really appreciate the ladies that prayed and the ladies that just spoke into this weekend. It was a weekend that I didn't know if I wanted to go to, but I am so glad I went. When I just walked, I'm somebody that can feel atmospheres pretty well, and I walked into this place and I just felt the presence of God and I'm just so grateful for Fraser and Janet, not only for letting us start, use their, their, their holiday home, but for the blessing and the prayer that has gone into that place that we could feel. And the prayer that you guys pray, we walked in on a layer of prayer, a layer of love. And I kind of felt that night that, that God was there no matter what happened. And I sat in the corner, because I was a wee bit late, and I sat in the corner and I couldn't see anybody that was over at the other end because the sun was shining in. But I just had in my heart that there was a lot of bruised, broken, painful hearts and spirits in that place. And I, you know, like everybody else, we just cried out and said, God, just do your thing this weekend. The laughter that turned to crying, that turned to laughter... I believe God used in a way, I'm going to use the word magic, but it certainly wasn't magic, but it was his spirit of God that when on Sunday when I said goodbye to the ladies, I saw healing hearts. I saw whole hearts. And, you know, for me, for the last two weeks since then, you know, it's been a really hard time, and I've had to go back to the last time I felt real joy, and that was at Ragland, and I stuck my my stick in there and said, God, the joy of the Lord is my strength. To see that, and that is our strength. So I want to thank you. To The teaching that we had over the weekend was amazing. Janet started, Yvonne, Andrea and Marge, they just taught so well from the Word of God. And I do want to say thank you to Yvonne and Janet and Andrea and Louise for listening and being obedient because of this weekend. A lot of us are restored, a lot of us have started on the journey of healing, and a lot of us will never be the same again. So thank you very, very much. And I loved making friends with new people. Thank you. Taking it from a different perspective, totally personal. Why? Because I'm Martin. So it's been a very, very, very long time since I've been on a ladies' retreat. And the afternoon on Saturday I spent in the sun, and it's the longest I've been outdoors for I don't know how long, long, long time. I was outdoors for four and a half hours. So there were lots of love and laughter and tears. Description of tears I've never heard before in my life actually allow toxins to come out of the body. Uh, I think I'll cry more often. I just wondered, um, <laughs> yeah, but I wondered, does that work if you're made to cry or if you just decide to cry? I don't know. So the theme was joy. Now, what do tears have to do with that, I wondered. But anyway, we got to find out. We got to know each other in a way that we never would here on a Sunday. So the first thing that got me was this um, challenge of a sentence. Write a sentence about yourself that excites you. 
Nothing really excites me about me. I'm pretty sort of bland, ordinary, being in my own eyes. No special achievements, no Nobel Prizes, no Oscars. Gosh. <laughs> I say what I say, I do what I do. I'm just me. Well, so I thought. Saturday afternoon with free time, I started talking to one another. And um, we discussed this sentence. Now I can say lots about me, but I'm still not sure it actually excites me. Uh, so this is my search. No idea. I like me. I love me sometimes. But excited? Not really. Conclusion. The person who posed that question and I obviously have a different interpretation of excite. The only possible response, right? <laughs> no. That's all about me and me thinking about me. There was another aspect. What does God love about me? Huh. So I know, we all know, God loves us. But this is deeper. What does he love about me? Okay. I know I'm a child of God. There's no question about my identity in Christ. That's settled and secure. But what does God love about me in particular? He loves something in particular about you, but what about me in particular? Thinking about this, I decided that this had to be based on the gifts that God's given me, on the fruit of the Spirit, but not seen by me, but seen by you. Also needs to be based on what God wants me to do in his destiny plan that he set for me. But mainly, it's on how I choose to respond to the opportunities God puts in front of me. Do I ex accept his opportunity? Do I see the opportunity? Am I even aware of that opportunity? Do I say, uh -uh, not for me, God? What are you playing at? Or do I accept his challenge? This is a list I think I will continue to work on. So the next step of the journey here, this is a long one. It was just a short weekend, but you know. Um, so um, it was looking into my past. The statement was presented, said, grieve for the moment in your life where you were robbed of joy. So to grieve for something, you actually need to take time for it. Now, okay, I have dealt a lot with my past for many years. I think it's sorted, maybe not. However, this time, God took me to my past, looking at me as the parent, not the childhood, and blaming my parents, or they did this, or they didn't do that, or whatever, but what did I do to my kids? And how has that come back in my face? What did I teach them? Now the tables are turned. And what was the result of what? So it burst my bubble. <laughs> totally burst my bubble. I thought I was perfect. You all know that. Oh, well, nearly. <laughs> so after all my searching, there's more work to be done. So summing all of this up, it's very clear to me that our magnificent God wants to search each one of us, wants us to search ourselves, and he wants us whole, healed for his purposes. Can I just read a scripture? Um, I picked out Isaiah 61, which says, The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, captives and release from darkness for the prisoners to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. 
They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. So I just say to that, John 12, 28, Father, glorify your name. I'm going to tell you a story that's got nothing to do with the camp. <laughs> when I was working in the, the city mission in Auckland, I did some uh, budgeting for some of the alcoholics, and one of them came to me this day, and I had never known him to have a shower the whole seven years I was there. And he came into the room, and he really came into the room. <laughs> And uh, I said to him, what are you going to do today, Bill? That's not his name. And he said, oh, I think I'll go for a walk down Mission Bay. And I said, what a good idea. Why don't you go for a swim? <laughs> and he said to me, I can't. And I said, why can't you? He said, I'm allergic to fish. <laughs> and I thought that was really good. Well, I'm telling you this because since I've left the ministry, I've sort of got allergic to church camps and to, and to meetings, um, women's meetings and everything. And um, when Louise asked me, you'll be coming to the camp, won't you? And I said my, my thing, I said... I'll, I'll think about it. <laughs> and when I did think about it, I thought I'd better go. Oh. And it's the first camp that I have, well, or, or women's meeting, that I've really been to since I retired. I'd been to hundreds before. <laughs> when... Um, when we, came, uh, when we went there uh, to Raglan and we went into the house, we were given uh, a verse each. And my verse was, The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knows those who trust in him. Nahum 1.7. And I thought, oh, that's wonderful. And that's all I really thought. It was wonderful. And that they did it, and the verse was great. Do you know, one of the things I thought, if I went along to this camp, because after I'd said I would go, I thought, Rayma, what on earth are you doing? <laughs> and I, I went, and I thought, there will be only young people there. They're not going to... They're not going to want to talk to an old thing like me. And, but the wonderful thing was, I got to know some of these young ones and found out that they were lovely, warm, ordinary people. And, um, you know, and they had wonderful testimonies to tell about. They were such, they might have had problems and, and lack joy at times, because the theme was joy, as you've heard. But they were wonderful people who lived lives, ordinary lives, in which they found difficulties, 
in which they found joys, in which they found hope, and their faith in God was tremendous. And so thank you to all you younger ones who went. It was such a joy to get to know you and the older ones. <laughs> but you know, I went home and the first couple of days were great. And then I had real joy in my heart and they're absolutely great. And then one or two things happened. Now, they're only little things, worth nothing. And I got mad. Uh, some people have told me that they think I'm a sweet little old lady. <laughs> I got really mad. I'm not going to tell you what it was. And I, look, it really affected my, my way with God. I was, when I prayed in my quiet time, I'd say, Lord, you fix this. You've got to fix them. You know, I was really so mad. Uh, and I was like that for about a week. And then I read in my readings and my devotions. It's from Genesis chapter 28. You know the story of Jacob. And he had this vision. Well, when Jacob awoke from his sleep, he thought, surely the Lord is in this place, and I was not aware of it. And I just thought, God, you were here, and I was in your presence, and all I did was moan. And I wasn't aware of your presence at all. And I went I found, actually, this verse sitting there. I knew the Lord was good. The Lord is wonderful. I knew, too, he was a stronghold in the day of trouble. But I wasn't listening to him in the place where he was. And the other bit is this, and he knows those who trust him. And I wasn't trusting him. And so this was a, a wonderful verse for me. Thank you, Louise, once more. Uh, to give me, because it spoke to my heart. So thank you, ladies. And thank you for inviting me. And it was a pleasure to be amongst you all. I'm not sharing for myself. I've got a text from Sarah Quigley, who's not here today. This is what she said. Raglan Camp. I am normally weary of ladies' camps. I was shouted to go, so said yes. The topic was joy. It was a weekend of lots of laughter, open sharing and getting to know one another better, learning interesting nuggets about each other. I really enjoyed having one-on-one -on -one chats, eating yummy food and more laughter. I went home feeling better and was encouraged to join a Bible study for next year. A special thank you to all the ladies involved in planning the camp. It was done with a lot of thought and care. I felt comfortable to share in the group, which is unusual for me. This is one of the best camps I've been on. Sarah. There's lights up here. 
Lots of people. <laughs> um, I just really wanted to share what I was most thankful for for the weekend that we were away. And um, I've got three of them. My name's Mike, and if you didn't hear that. Um, so firstly, I'm a mum to three little kids, six and under. Um, and part of that is life is quite busy. And I work a couple of days a week at home as well. And kids of that age, you go to the toilet and they come and find you. <laughs> and they wait until you're done. I'm hungry, mummy, even though dad is in the kitchen. <laughs> so that was my first thing. That was like, as soon as I heard the weekend was happening, I was like, yes, pick me. I'm going to I'm coming. <laughs> dad can have the kids for three days. I'm happy with that. Um, and it was awesome. It was, and I only had to pack one bag, not four or five. Um, so yeah, getting there, it's from the start, it was just um, relaxing and it felt really peaceful and I could just be myself. I felt like I had no expectation or pressure on me from myself or from anybody else or for anybody else. Um, and it was just, it was beautiful. Um, and so yeah, I just wanted to say thank you to the ladies that organised it and planned everything and, and made it all happen for us. Secondly, Yvonne shared um, on Saturday morning her testimony, or part of it, and she shared really beautifully. Um, and part of that was about being yourself and not trying to, not feeling like you have to fit in anywhere or be different to who you really are. She gave an example that um, if you're a, hello buddy, if you're a beautiful, um, soft, gentle rose, then that's who you are. You don't have to try and be the big sunflower that you think everybody wants to see, but just to be yourself. This is my two-year-old over here. <laughs> um, and so she shared, and then we put a worship song on after that, and um, during that song, it was for me it was unexpected, but God just spoke to me in that moment, and it was one of those moments where... It's things, something you've heard before, but God says just the exact right thing in the exact right moment, and it just gets your heart, and I bite. And that was a moment that I had just then, and it just, for me, it just, what God spoke to me, it just broke something off in my life that just um, brought another level of freedom for me, which I'm so thankful for and grateful for, having that space for that to happen, for God to come and, and God to do that. Um, and then thirdly, just all the ladies being there was really, really awesome. And just all the, all the laughs and all the tears and all the chats and all the, um, all the good things that happened just between us and, and just hanging out and getting to know people um, was really, that blessed me. Um, just in the sense of, it's, it's sometimes, it was easy to come to church and I know people and I know faces and I have conversations, but now I feel like there's so much more. Like I, I come and I, I know the people in a different way and in a better way. I can, I feel more at home in a sense as well. So yeah, it was a really awesome week. As bad as it looks. <laughs> First of all, I I want to thank God for a wonderful weekend. Getting to know each of the ladies that attended, embracing our differences and our similarities for the laughter, the joy, the respect, and the ministry. So I just praise God and thank God for that. I'd had a thought 
on and off for a while about a ladies' retreat. And after COVID, um, I, I thought that it had been a, quite a hard year for a lot of people and that maybe we sh could do with getting together and um, getting to know each other. Um, excuse me. <coughs> Building relationships and having some fun. So I put some feelers out to see if the ladies would be interested and there seemed to be quite a, a good bit of interest. So I met with Phil and put the idea to him and um, I said to him, I didn't really know why I was here because I had this thought, which was obviously the Holy Spirit, um, but it's not really something that I wanted to do. I don't find it easy. I struggle with it. Um, anyway, um, he was really um, instantly supportive and encouraging. Um, so to be honest, after that, I thought, oh, well, you know, it may get cancelled, so that'd be a way out. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> so, anyway, um, but guess what? You don't have to have what it takes. You don't have to be able to dot the I's and cross the T's. Um, God guides us by his Holy Spirit. And it's like having a ship tied to the dock. Um, there's places to go and things to do, but you've got to just untie and just just move out a little, and then God will steer it. So you know you don't have to have it all have it all sorted. And as you as you start moving, God directs you the path. So three ladies made themselves available initially, um, three super ladies, and so we had a team of five. Andrea uh, came to me even before I saw Phil and said, I'm available to um, support you with um, administrative stuff. Um, and so that was very generous. Janet, she kept us focused. She's great for time management. <laughs> she provided the main venue, um, base camp. Uh, Louise, ever prayerful, spent hours making gifts, provided, um, sorry, um, the gift bags, um, encouraging me, and um, that's not all they did. The, the ladies just did, did so much. Um, me, once it was decided we were having the camp, I went on holiday <laughs> for two weeks. <laughs> um, but anyway, it worked out all right because God was the fifth member of the team. And he was with us every step of the way. He went before us, he answered our prayers, including providing a beautifully fine weekend. The Holy Spirit guided us. Yes, we need to prepare. Um, we need to do our best and be our best. But God actually does the rest. So we just do what we can. Without God, we can do nothing. The theme for the weekend was a merry heart, doeth good like a medicine. And the joy of the Lord is my strength. We started with the team of five, plus Phil, supporting, and ended with a team of 15. All the ladies contributed in one way or another in their own authentic way. Excuse me, sorry, I do tend to cry a little bit. <clears throat> um, every lady had some treasure to share. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
adding gold, just sharing gems, being generous, praying, laughing, being respectful, um, doing skits, um, sharing testimonies, and ministering to others. For me, the weekend provided Sorry, for me the weekend proved that lots of the best bits were not planned for. The laughter was not manufactured, it was spontaneous, and it did good like a medicine. The joy amongst the tears was detoxifying. It was so much fun. (laughs) It was a time with friends and now new friends that I will remember with fond memories for a long time. And perhaps God's asking you to do something. Maybe you're putting it off because you think someone else can do it better. Jesus tells us in John 15, 4-5, that we are to be fruitful. But he also tells us that apart from him, we can do nothing to produce that fruit. Notice he doesn't say anything about fruitfulness being dependent on human knowledge or ability. So can I encourage you to trust God, push off from the dock, and he will steer you. And you don't have to do it all yourself. Hi, I'm Louise. For those of you that don't know me, I got invited onto this journey with Yvonne at the very early stages. And... The thing that made it a success was it was focused on what God wanted. Not what we wanted or what we thought he was saying. It was Yvonne prayerfully seek the Lord in everything we did. And the unity came because we were focused on serving him. Not Yvonne, not each other or ourselves, but on him. And like Yvonne said... When we put our focus on him and we step out in faith and let him do what he wants to do, the results are awesome. Hi, I'm Al. So I just want to say thank you to the ladies that did put their hand up and say yes to God um, because you guys blessed us regardless whether you think it was you or not. Um, Janet... Your house is amazing. Fraser, thank you for allowing Janet to have the weekend with us. Um, I also did not want to go. In fact, Phil asked me why I wasn't going. And I tried to think of a reason why I couldn't go. Um, More to the point is because I knew that God wanted to work on me. And I was trying to work out how and trying to do strategic thinking on how I was going to not let God take control. Because, to be honest, our year has been absolutely hideous. I will try not to cry. And I knew he was with me the whole time, but I felt like I was so far away from him. And I did not know the reasons for this that weekend. And Louise had reached out to me, and I kind of brushed her away. I said, yeah, 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 but just brushed it. And then Phil had a go at me and, and asked the reasons why I should and shouldn't go. What were my reasons? 
But um, I did know that I needed to go. And it wasn't until the night before that I actually made the decision. And I texted Louise and said, hey, I know it's a little late notice, but is there room? So she's, I felt sorry for her because she had to run around and try and figure out how to bed everybody again. Um, but I also didn't know what the theme was because I hadn't had the emails. I had brushed everything away in hoping that they would forget about me, to be honest, for a moment. But God hadn't. And my jaw had been robbed this year. And I didn't realise that it was going to be on joy. By Saturday, I sat in the same place the whole weekend because that's how I roll. They tried to move me out, but I put my Bible there the night before and it stayed there. And I wanted, and I just sat there and it was just a blessing to be in the Spirit of God. I've been to, again, ladies' retreats and stuff, and at the start I was like, oh, you know, I actually just really cannot be bothered with a heavy weekend. I've had a heavy week year, and I really cannot be bothered with a heavy weekend. And I was, I had, this is how, how I'd been talking to God. And sitting by the window, looking out to the ocean, and just watching the water, and listening to the testimony of Yvonne and, and just the ladies. And Laura, the amount of openness and making us get out of our comfort zones and having to remember things of different people. Um, but I've never laughed so much and I needed it. I had a sore ab, and I decided I probably need to go back to the gym because my abs were sore for two days afterwards, after I got home. But yeah, I just really want to thank you ladies because as much as you know, you think it might not have been a blessing, well, I know you guys know it's a blessing, but thanks for stepping out and actually obeying God's word. And um, yeah, thank you. I don't know what it is about us women not wanting to get together and fellowship with God. You know, um, to be honest, I was a little the same. I, I wanted to go, but I didn't really want to go. Um, but, you know, like everybody had said, it was just an amazing weekend and God was there and it was just, it was just so good. Um, but first off, I just want to encourage you women, if you weren't there, please don't feel like you've, you've missed out. Um, but I just really want to encourage you, the next time there is an event, please come along. Um, it's, it's, you know, we were talking and you need to be intentional about connecting with people because it's easy to sit at home and go, oh, nah, I've got this on or I've got this on or I'm too tired or I'm too busy, you know. Um, but it's, it's, it's invaluable and... Um, like what's been shared, there's connections that were made that can't get made sitting in a pew or having even having coffee and donuts. Um, again, thank you to the ladies that put on the weekend. Um, I think I shared with the woman at the weekend, it's the first time, and I can't even tell you how long 
that I haven't had to organise anything. And for me, it was just such a blessing, um, sitting on my butt doing nothing. But it was actually really, really great to see other women in their giftings. Um, and I've made a little note of all those, so just <laughs> watch out, ladies. Um, I guess the, the biggest thing for me out of the weekend was, I mean, it was definitely the laughter. There was... <laughs> There was so much laughter. But you know what? There was actually also time to grieve as well. Um, you know, after Yvonne shared, there was just this time of reflection. Um, and there were a lot of tears from a lot of women, but they were healing tears. You know, as much as, as the laughter is healing, the tears are just as healing. Um, and so I think, no, no, I don't think, I know that God ministered to every single woman that was there. Um, you know, we allowed the time and the space for God to do that. And just lastly, I think the biggest thing for me, you know, it was really, really great to get to know other women. But for me, it was really, really good to be known. You know, sometimes in my position, people perceive me a certain way or think I'm this or think I'm that or think I should be this or that. And it was just really, really good to go to the weekend and be Kathy. You know, I wore, well, I didn't wear a Christmas T-shirt because it wasn't December. But, you know, I wore a T-shirt and I wore a baseball cap and I was just me and, and I laughed and I cried and I probably spilled ice cream down my front. But it was really, really cool just to be accepted for, for who I was, for there to be no expectations, just to, to be Kathy. Um, and again, you woman, you, you created that environment. You allowed God to do what he wanted to do. And so I'm just, um, yeah, I'm really thankful. Very good, very good. Hey, um, just in wrapping up, um, one of my goals for this morning was that we would be blessed by the stories of the women. So can you just give them all what's one more big round of applause to say thank you? It really is... Um, it's, it's, a, it's a great uh, way for us to see church in action. And, and what I would like to leave you with today is, is I challenge you to review some of the testimonies in order that God might speak to you about what church looks like. You've had lots, I've had lots of conversations lately uh, outside of this building, outside of church meetings that have been church for me. Deep, intimate conversations about God things. Uh, fun conversations about life and family. Challenging conversations about uh, the seasons that some people are in. All of that is church. And so I challenge you out of this morning using the women's retreat as an example that we've heard from, is to find elements and aspects of church that, that God would want to reveal to you. That you wouldn't confine your paradigm of church to 10 a.m. Sunday in this building, and oh my goodness, we missed church because we couldn't make it. No, 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 no. You can make church wherever you are. And you should. And, and that's what I hope comes out of this morning. As much as I wanted you to be blessed by the stories, and I wanted to hear some great fun from those that were there. I want us to recognize that God is shaping us and building us into his church, and it might be different than our paradigm. So take that away.
Uh, I also would say that you can redo church and don't have to wait for the retreat next year. You could take three or four friends and go out for lunch. You could take three or four friends, and, or 15 friends if you want, and go somewhere for the weekend. You could uh, meet in the park with another family and do church that way. You don't have to wait for a retreat to be the church. And so my prayer for you is that we would all experience the dynamic life that God prepared for us, that he's invited us into, and that we would see fruit from that. And that fruit would be connection, it would be laughter, it would be testimonies, it would be healing, it would be a revelation and experience of joy in a greater way. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed our message and it inspired you. Stay connected and get amongst our family. Find us on Facebook, YouTube or our app. We are Zion people.